0: What's up all you movie lovers? Al, you got something to say to the movie haters? You guys don't like movies? What are you insane? Welcome back to By the Heart. I'm Alex. And I'm Sean. We believe that every great story is full of gospel themes. Together we examine our favorite movies while looking at the gospel themes of characters in some of the best quotes. Also, we look at the moments that made us laugh, think, and cry. And we'll let you know when you can find a wall to pee on with our big daddy moment, so you don't miss the good parts. Thanks for listening. The gospel is the free gift of salvation given to us by Jesus, by his death and resurrection. And it is the greatest story ever told. And it is that story that sets the precedent for all good art and all good stories. And hear it by the heart. We believe that every great story is permeated by the gospel. I'm back again with my co host Sean Lally. Sean, how you doing? Doing good. We at it. Doing big things. Big things. How big are things? I don't know. Pretty big. You being Casey Affleck right now? I don't know. I'm not Wicked Smart. <laughs> my boy's wicked smart. <laughs> Crazy. The movie we're doing today does not have Boston accents. But would this movie be better with Boston accents? That should be a new category. I think so. Better or worse with Boston accents? Let's do it. Alright, we stumbled upon it. You guys are uh, in our production meeting right now? Yep. To begin this movie? Sean, what movie are we doing today? We are doing Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. But what is it called in Great Britain? (laughs) Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Or Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Oh, I did not know that. I think that's the original name, The Philosopher's Stone. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that the name of the book? Yeah. But you can buy it in America as The Sorcerer's Stone. Interesting. Why did they change it? I don't know. We have to call J.K. Rowling. Or is it J.K. Rowling? I don't know. We could probably also Google it. Yeah. Let's call J.K. That'd be better. Anyway, moving on. What's this movie about? All right. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. It's a movie about an orphan boy who enrolls in a school of wizardry where he learns the truth about himself, his family, and the terrible evil that haunts the magical world. Harry Potter! Harry Potter! Harry Potter! is dead! No, no, that's later. Uh? (laughs) We are going to do all eight Harry Potter movies. Yes. They will come. And they will grow increasingly in time on the podcast. I will tell you that Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone is by far the worst Harry Potter movie. It's not that good. It's actually bad. Before b- before we actually get into it, what do you think are the best magical worlds in movies? Ooh. I got a few for you. Now you see me. Oh, I love Woody Harrelson. Jesse Eisenberg's in that, right? Yeah. Who's, who else is in that movie? Uh, The Franco brother. Oh, yeah. Dave. Dave. Not James. Dave. Yeah, Dave Franco. And then some girl. Can't remember it's not anna kendrick wait is it i have no idea Blake lively maybe i don't think it's either of those oh wow, wow. we should not look it up okay burt wonderstone <laughs> <laughs> second uh that's burt our... wonderstone reference on the pod hopefully there's many more to come harry potter obviously yeah the illusionist ed norton Ooh, good one and jessica biel the prestige the prestige the prestige is amazing if you haven't seen The Prestige, you must watch that. That will be a podcast episode. Yeah, it is definitely coming soon. The Prestige. Yeah. Um. Alright, my second question. What house would you be in? Ooh. Gryffindor? Slytherin? Ravenclaw? Or Hufflepuff? I think Ravenclaw just has a cool name. I'll pick that one. I think if you are in Ravenclaw, you have a Ravenclaw. You can stab people with your Ravenclaw. Do your hands get turned into Ravenclaws? Only when you use the magical sorcery that whoa. lets you do it whoa i think i picked a ravenclaw also because they're seemingly in the movies neither good nor bad where slytherin it seems like you're the antichrist if you're in <laughs> slytherin <laughs> and hufflepuff you seem like you're an angel i'm just gonna play the middle ground and just, just kind of stay it. out of the way i'm just gonna watch it all happen i actually would like to be in slytherin because slytherin take way more risks Gryffindor's is kind of trash but we'll get into that some other time Except for all the heroes come from Gryffindor. Besides, I can't even say who. The, the the hero of the entire movie and book series comes from Slytherin. But I can't tell you who it is until we get to Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Ooh. So that's eight Harry Potter episodes away. Alright, let's get into it. Alright, so we have our character study. Um, these are the characters uh, that are in the movie that... Um, Our main characters that have gospel themes. Before we get into those characters, I'm going to tell you some of the characters that are to come in other movies. Because they're not really main characters in this one. Severus Snape, Professor McGonagall, uh, Neville, the Malfoys, and Voldemort. The best Voldemort reference that I can think of in anything is In the Office when uh dwight (laughs) decides to make his team name team gryffindor and jim says well we'll be team we'll be team voldemort and dwight goes he who shall not be named i wouldn't do that i wouldn't say that and then jim the whole time goes voldemort (laughs) voldemort so these characters are to come but for the first movie for the sorcerer's stone we have harry played by daniel radcliffe hadgrid played by robbie coltrane albus dumbledore played by richard harris and I think Hermione and Ron together, just because they're kind of his friends. Mm-hmm. But for how long this movie is, it's pretty underdeveloped, pretty <laughs> underwhelming movie. Definitely a children's movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, Harry Potter movies pick up at for me Goblet of Fire. Like, okay, that that's when Voldemort shows yeah. up. Yeah, that's when I was hooked. We were watching it. We were we all went down to our buddy's house in Charlotte where you guys were watching on the TV and I was outside doing something with some other other friends. I walked back in and I saw the opening scene where, uh, what happens? Oh, it's actually not that movie, but it's the movie, it's when that genre changed. I saw the movie after the Goblet of Fire, which is Order uh, of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix. And you see the Dementors come in. And I said, hold on a second. That's not a children's movie. I'll watch this series and I'll watch it the next week. And when, Voldemort comes back is when the entire genre of the movie changes. It goes from children's series to adult series and and thrilling. Thrilling definitely. And the books do that too. Um so we have Harry. Harry is the uh the chosen one. He's the boy who lived. Um he's the one who's going to be used for liberation. We don't really know of the evil yet in Sorcerer's Stone. Mm-hmm. I actually don't see Harry or really anyone as a messiah figure. Harry's more of a disciple because Harry doesn't like make I don't think that Harry makes choices that he would make if he wasn't chosen. Maybe down the line he might become more like a messiah figure but um especially in this movie he definitely is not. He he's a little boy who doesn't know who he is. Yeah, he's just kind of trying to figure out what's going on. He doesn't even know that he's that he's a wizard. There's like the the great line in it where he's trying to figure out what he is and Hagrid says you're a wizard Harry you're a wizard Harry <laughs> Yeah um I agree with you there and his his gospel theme moments are um that he is given dignity by a new group of people um so he lives with his aunt and his uncle aunt Petunia and uh his his cousin they're they're terrible to him they're they make, the worst They make him sleep underneath the stairs Yeah I don't know how this was allowed uh, in in real life <laughs> yeah because this is a true story yeah this is, this is a true story right <laughs> um his uncle uh he's his uncle really doesn't like his mom and his dad who who are dead Harry's parents are dead we know that yeah. from the get-go yeah um because they're magic and so he decides that Harry has to sleep underneath the stairs it's terrible yeah I mean he ends up with a room later which I don't understand Where was the room the whole time? They didn't move homes. No, they just didn't want him to have one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, that'll be for chamber of secrets. But yeah, Harry, Harry is given some dignity. His gospel theme is that when he is, when he has a semblance of his identity, he can live in freedom. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's what it means to be in Christ. When you know who you are in Christ, that's when freedom begins. Um, that's really all there is on Harry when it comes to gospel theme moments. The movie's entirely too long. Yes, um, we'll get there. Yeah. The next, the next character we have Hagrid, played by Robbie Coltrane. I actually wrote that Hagrid's loyal AF. <laughs> <laughs> he really is i was gonna say that he's like the father figure for harry in a way hagrid brought him to um the dursleys initially after his parents died and then hagrid goes and gets him yeah to bring him to yeah and he comes and says you're a wizard harry. yeah hagrid reminds me of i think i think you and i would probably think of somebody similar to this but the youth leader or like the I don't know, Boys and Girls Club leader, whatever it might be. The person that's just always there and always just wants the best for the kids that they're in charge of. That's what Hagrid reminds me of. Definitely. Like, I have a handful of different leaders that were super influential in my life that I would say is, are similar to that. For sure. And part of the gospel theme moment for Hagrid for me, though, is I actually don't think loyalty is always great. Like, yeah, it definitely hinders in a few spots. Like, you have to be loyal to the right things. Mm-hmm. And that I that's Hagrid's pursuit the entire series is what should i be loyal to mm-hmm. i mean there's plenty of people who were loyal to adolf hitler <laughs> loyalty that's a pretty extreme reference yeah <laughs> well, i'm just pointing out that <laughs> loyalty in itself the virtue of loyalty just like in its purest form isn't doesn't mean it's great no i agree and there's a nuance to that that we ought to think about because a lot of us live in our loyalties instead of living in freedom. Right. And I think thankfully through common grace and through sanctification, God gives us wisdom and he allows us through scripture, through working in community, he gives us wisdom to work through that, to understand what to be loyal to and how to be loyal in certain situations and how to get through the gray of that, not just the black and white, but the gray that often life is. Mm, Yeah, that's really good. All right. We got Albus Dumbledore played by Richard Harris. Definitely the worst Albus Dumbledore. So bad. Did he like? Did he get recast because he was bad? No, he died. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. You didn't know that? I didn't know he died. Oh, yeah, he died. I don't know why we laughed. <laughs> Richard Harrison in real life died, but... Well, everybody's got to die someday. He was old. That's true. Um, definitely wasn't good. No, he just didn't really have a whole lot of, uh, I don't know, zeal. Didn't have a whole lot of spunk. He didn't have the zip. Yeah. And he didn't have the zippity-doo-dah. <laughs> he didn't have it all um he's kind of dull that's what we're trying to say i don't want to spoil dumbledore for our later podcasts but so all i'll say is dumbledore kind of plays the father godhead figure yeah he is and represents wisdom yeah that's what he is he has the best quotes in the series almost all my quotes probably are coming from dumbledore yeah um yeah, so just the quick side on that is that all of wisdom comes in Christ. The fullness of wisdom is in Jesus, not in Albus Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. And then we have Hermione and Ron together. Um, and as we move move along in these movies, we're gonna we're gonna get to Hermione and Ron's developed characters. They actually their characters developed so well, but the first movie just I don't know it's just underdeveloped to me. It's, I think it's just a good kids movie. I think it it, I think it was there for a reason. It set uh, the standard for kids. I think they knew what they were doing. They were trying to get the audience of people who were our age at the time. I remember going and watching this at the theater with my dad, and I didn't really. It wasn't really for me, and I, my dad definitely didn't push it. It wasn't. For, he didn't really enjoy it either. So we never really got into Harry Potter as a family, and I did later in life. But it wasn't because of these movies. But I think they did capture the audience that they intended to capture which were kids that's true and so as they grew as we grew up the movies grew up too so by time what i mean what year did some of those the middle of the movies come out when we were 16 17 yeah and i remember going to the theater and seeing a bunch of friends from high school dressed up like wizards like what are (laughs) you you guys doing you're crazy but honestly i would do it now you're a wizard sean (laughs) that would be what i would say to you if you dressed up as a wizard oh man that's awesome um So I, I think that the gospel theme moment for Hermione and Ron is that they say yes to things and yeah. they they definitely are not living in fear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Say yes to God and your life will be joyful. Yeah. I think that's, that's actually a great example. It's something I think personally right now I'm kind of working through one of the books we've talked about. Um, a, a good book. um, Love does by Bob Goff is a, a great example of someone who's living life by joy and freedom through jesus and not by fear and they're living through love and i think that's a great example of these two right here they're living by love and they're living by faith and they're not living by fear and you see all of the great things that come through that not perfect they're definitely in danger yeah and i think that's part of what's what it's like to live as a christian is it's not everything's going to be perfect but if you live by faith and you live by love rather than living by fear and being crippled you're going to have a life that's unbelievably joyful, infinitely joyful in Christ. Definitely. Because when hard things come, you can run away from them or you can face them with Christ. Yeah. Um, Facing them with Christ equals joy. Yeah. It equals transformation because you have to, the Bible says that you have to go through things. Perseverance creates character. Character creates hope. Yeah. And um, you can't have perseverance if you never do anything hard. Yeah. And that doesn't mean just like, I don't know, for an example in this movie, Uh, playing a massive chess game with stone figures. Like, we're not going to have something like that. And it doesn't mean in real life slaying uh, your Goliath. Like, that's not what that means. It might just simply mean, like, I'm in in a lot of debt and I don't know how to go through it. Maybe I'll just live scared and be crippled by that. Rather than saying, I'm going to live financially uh, with financial wisdom, but also I'm going to start a business and I'm going to try and faithfully serve that business and work hard at it and be honest and have integrity and see where it goes. And that maybe you'll have a great business. Maybe the business will fail, but God's going to take care of you. And he's going to open doors for you in a way that's going to be infinitely more joyful. Again, you might not be a hugely financially successful business, or you might not have the things you planned, but God's going to take care of you. And What, what that might look like might not be your exact dream. Yeah. It's, it's, Living faithfully is, is what it comes down to. And I don't know if that maybe that was more confusing than helping, but hopefully it was more helpful than it was confusing. And if it was more confusing, don't tell us. <laughs> um, no, I think that was put that was put well, the uh, it, it's it's not always dramatic. It's stepping out in faith and trusting that God's gonna take care of you as you live faithfully. And taking care of you is an, is an emotional internal thing because if you die broke, and you have christ you were rich yeah and that's that's one of the marks of being a christian is you are spiritually rich you're the richest man and, and woman in the world because you have christ mm-hmm. all right second category big daddy moment the moment you couldn't hold it any longer and you had to find a wall to pee on al i only pee on walls <laughs> Gosh. i'm just gonna keep talking about how only... <laughs> that's not true you've peed on the side of a highway before Wait, what? Yeah, I have. <laughs> One time Sean and I drove down to Virginia together. No, we were driving home. Oh, we were driving home. Back from school. It was pitch black. Al and I went to college together in Virginia, and we always knew that if you left later, you didn't have to worry about traffic. That's right. And when we were young, it wasn't so hard to stay up at like 3, 4, or 5 a.m. We won't bring up the time where you fell asleep on me. Oh, uh, that's a long story. We'll bring it up in a later pod. But we were both driving in the middle of nowhere, West Virginia, on the highway. and We had to pull over. And I remember we were watching Dan in Real Life with Steve Carell. Great movie. Maybe By the Heart Recommendation? By the Heart Recommendation. I think it's appropriate. Okay. Our By the Heart Recommendation is Dan in Real Life. Steve Carell. You should go watch it. It's funny. Yeah. We pulled off on the side of the road and just, I don't know, it was like 1 a.m. Hoping nobody would drive by. (laughs) On the highway. On on the highway. On 77. On 77 through West Virginia. It was safer than a gas station. I guarantee it. 100%. My time to pee is that this movie is two hours and 34 minutes. Yeah, you're not going to miss much of any. Just just go pee. Yeah. Doesn't matter. They're going to bring up the rest of the movie throughout all of the series. You're not going to miss any good plot. None at all. All right, our new category that we just came up with on the spot for this pod. Would this movie be better with a Boston accent? I, I got to think how to do a Boston accent. I think it would be because I would, it would definitely be funnier. <laughs> uh let me think. My boy's wicked smart. Wicked smart. My boy's wicked smart. Harry, Harry, you're a wizard. Get yourself up. Get to the bar. Get to the pub. <laughs> you want some butter beer? You want some butter beer with that? <laughs> let me get some. Let me get your wand. I'm trying to do this Boston accent in Harry Potter without a curse word. It seems <laughs> almost impossible with all the good Boston movies having Ron, curse words in it. You want to go play some Quidditch? <laughs> We can go down to the park. Oh, my boys are wicked good. I think the answer is yes. Yeah, the answer is yes. unequivocally. Yes. All right, our gospel theme quotes. These are the quotes that reminded us of the gospel themes in Christ. I've got two. Sean, how many do you have? I have two as well. I'm wondering if they're the same two you had. Mine is uh, it does not dwell on drink it does not do well to dwell on dreams. Harry and forget to live. Yeah. I think that, that's exactly what we are just talking about. Yep. If you're going to dwell on your dreams and you're going to dwell on your past and you're going to be scared to live, you're not going to live life. You're going to miss it. Yep. It Exactly. Perfect. Uh, the other one I have is, it takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to your enemies, but a great deal more to stand up to your friends. Yeah. That's just the truth of uh, the funk of... Ministry, the funk of relationships, it's much easier to stand on a soapbox than to have hard conversations with the people you love. Yep. And I would encourage you to have the hard conversations with the people you love because it will transform you. That's God's promise to us is that when we trust Jesus in our hard conversations, it will be for the better. Yeah. And I think there's an art to that. And we have to learn to work through that in the right way. I think something that you did well in our friendship in college was you forced that stuff out of me. Because I think naturally what most people would do is they say they would say, I don't want to talk about these things because I don't know how or it's hard. It's emotional. It'll bring up hard things. And I don't want to talk about them. So they'll be reserved. They'll brush it under the rug. And they'll ignore it as if it never happened. But that's going to come back in some regard, in some kind of passive way. And so I think you have done a great job with me as friends. We've brought that stuff out on the table and said, well, let's just talk about it. And it's been great. And it's not always perfect. We've had to learn some wisdom in those. And I've had to as well with other friends, family members and whatnot. But when you can have those conversations with friends, that makes us friendship stronger. It makes communication a lot better. And communication usually is um, the biggest issue in friendships, relationships, whatever it may be. Yeah, definitely. That's great. All right, our Jimmy V moments. The moments made you laugh, think, and cry. My impersonation today from Harry Potter. You got to (laughs) think. You got to laugh. You got to think. You got to cry, Harry. Because you're a wizard. And you got to root for the Green Bay Packers. That was actually pretty good. It actually kind of felt a little Northern Ireland. But isn't that kind of how Hagrid sounds? I think Hagrid sounds like this. You're a wizard, Harry. Yeah, that's all I can think of. <laughs> okay, uh, my laugh is that this movie just isn't good. <laughs> it's not a good movie. I'm sorry. It's just not that rewatch. It's, not, a good it's movie. not very rewatchable. My laugh is actually, I actually do you have a laugh when all of the owls keep sending letters <laughs> into the Dursley's house and, and whatever Dursley's, the father is just going mad. He's just going book, crazy. It's hilarious. Really? That, oh, yeah. I love that part in the book. Oh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Actually, the book is kind of great. It's really? easy to read. It's short, too, isn't it? Yeah. It's sh- well, not really. But oh, I thought it was one of the shorter ones. It might be. but Well, if you look at the Deathly Hallows, it looks like it's four books. Yeah, but the Deathly Hallows is incredible. I actually have a gripe with um, Harry's character in the first book. When I read it, he kind of sounds like he's entitled. Like, he goes to school and makes fun of Draco Malfoy. And I'm like, hold on. You are literally living under stairs. <laughs> like, where? what are you standing on to make fun of Draco? Um, Sounds like false confidence. Yeah. I, I, I actually feel really bad for Draco Malfoy throughout this entire series. <laughs> Why? Uh, I just think he's misunderstood. He's got terrible parents. He's got some redeeming qualities at the end of the series. Yeah. And he's that kid in school who, like, is masking the fact that he hates his life. <laughs> anyway... My think, or what's, you had your laugh, okay. So, our think. My think is that the Dursleys live in fear, and I think that's just always a good thing to be thinking about. Yeah, Where are you living in fear, um, and where is fear hindering you? Yeah, My think is that it takes a community, or it takes a village to raise a child, and you look at Dumbledore, you look at... Um, Uh, who's the other Hagrid and you look at professor McGonagall, look at how many people it took to raise these kids. And I think that's a great example of what we see all the time and what we would know we have, if from our parents, those are the most influential people we'll have in our life. But right after that, are teachers, professors, whatever it may be, people we spend a lot of time with and around, it takes a village to raise a child. That's great. And then to finish this off, we have our cry. Um, I just said that Harry's bullied and, I I don't know. I wouldn't cry but it's just it's emotional. It's emotional that there's kids in the world who um aren't given dignity. Yeah, I'd probably go along with that and say that people take people take bullying, maybe not bullying but poking at your insecurities. You take that with you for a lot longer than you probably would think. I think most of us can remember the times we were like made fun of when we were younger and it still affects us today. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, we might, we may have forgotten about that, but maybe only because we've masked it with something that's pretty glaring. And we focus more attention on what our mask is than actually what our insecurity was. And we'd have to dig to the roots of what's actually there. That's so true. All right. Our last category are by the heart moments. These are the moments that uh, we love the movie for. Uh, the moment said, bring us back to watch it over and over and over Captured again. Captured our heart. We want to watch these again. Yeah, I hate this movie. Yeah, I don't. I watched this with my dad when I was, I don't know how old. When did this movie come out? 2001, I, 2001, I think. 2001, so I was like 10. Yeah. I didn't watch another one until I was in college. Once I figured out that the genre changes and they're not kids movies anymore. Yeah. I, this movie's not good. I don't know. It's It's not horrible. The series is amazing and you need this movie. I wrote this down. This movie is needed for the canon. But, yeah. the movie itself, after you watch it once, you never have to watch it again. Yeah, it's not captivating by any means. So, with that being said, this was Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Thanks for joining in with us. As we talked about one of our favorite movies. <laughs> um, remember? Remember kids? Oh, Harry's a wizard? <laughs> I got so high pitched <laughs> I don't know. But I would say stay tuned because these movies get better and there's a reason we're doing these because the later that they get the better they get and the more captivated you are by them that's so true uh remember guys that jesus is lord and um you can find him and his story in all pieces of art around the world catch us next time when we uh talk about terminator salvation or harry potter 2 oh yeah that one all right see ya see ya